Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Very good, thank you. Let me say hi to all the listeners as well. Fantastic. Thank I think you. the nation is yours. Those who are listening will recall you being in their living rooms or on their mobile devices as they were following to the extent that they could relate with the troubles of the land of the last fortnight. Introduce yourself formally now. There's nobody threatening you. In fact, in this very house, the National Defense Force is here, so we can be very sure that at least we can breathe and have a conversation, a very sober one, but at at the same time, a quite important one in terms of, and this is where we'll get to at a later stage, the importance of civic duty and engagement. Actually, before I even um, allow us to get into the conversations, Mm. I want everybody that's listening Mm. to make sure that they let all the youth that they know, their kids, to jump onto this frequency because tonight is for the youth more than it is Thank for you. the elders. Beautiful. So I'm going to give them two minutes while we just get into it with the soft <laughs> discussions. I want the youth to be listening because today is their takeover. Fantastic. Well, for the record, yes, and I, and I thank you for prompting me there. It is, of course, Tuesdays, everybody, and everybody knows on this platform what it is all about. It's the takeover. Not quite the takeover we saw in the Bantustan of Holomisa in Transkai. We have had Holomisa here and did say, just for the record, I was a little confused when you proposed a takeover because I know I have a history with takeovers. Now we have a very militant voice in Ntlantla Lux. No Lamini there, Ntlantla Lux taking over. He wants young people to participate. So please, to those of you who have facility and access to the station and can allow younger people to engage on this platform, we most certainly would appreciate that. Ntlantla Lux, go for it. Who are you? Where are you from? And specifically, how we got to know you as a nation? My name is Ntlantla Lux. I was born in Soweto, still live in Soweto. I was fully raised in Soweto. Um, I've got a, I went to St. David's Marist Nanda where I matriculated. Um, my leadership um, history comes from as far as I can remember. Mm. I mean, if you go to St. David's, the school I went to, very white school, very fancy school. And where I come from is Soweto, a very poor community, remains to be a poor community. So I've, I, I lived a life where I experienced the best of both worlds and the worst of both worlds, which put me in a position of serious leadership because most of the time when, when I take action around any particular subject, it's well balanced because I had the opportunity of living in both worlds. Yeah, you're striking a couple of chords. You're living in both worlds, mixed yeah. identities. Mm. You have to be a particular Atlanta Lux when you're at home mm. and on your way to school. So you have to engage where you are going and the sort of mm. cap in the literal sense just about you have to put on there. And, of course, balancing these two worlds that are starkly different to mm. each other, quite the journey. A big one, big one, because um, I'll make a, a very practical example. You at St. David's, you're, you you you're probably the only black kid in, in in that moment because there aren't too many black guys at, at the school, at least in my time. Um, say a phone goes missing. You're the automatic suspect. You see what I mean? So, But when you're in the township, it's different. When your phone goes missing, you start suspecting everyone else. 
So <laughs> it's 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 not an it's not the easiest thing to have lived through because I feel like okasi. You you must make sure you're not a social misfit. You're not being called a cheese boy because the guys would call me cheese boy because ke aper blazer ya St David's not knowing that in other words, for the other listeners, I sleep on the kitchen floor like any other kids in the township, but I would be regarded as a as a as a as well off because I jump off the taxi wearing a St. David's blazer. And when you get to St. David's, you must make sure that you display some form of a different fit with the system. You, know, you fit with it. So get that on with you, it. Yeah, so so that you you're not you're picked in our on, world you know? now, yeah, as you're they in say. Our world, so that you're not picked on. But it was a good thing because it helped you rise above the waters and make sure that regardless of the environment, you must come up top. Otherwise, you're drowning. I'm going to say something which I absolutely know you can relate with. And this mm. is the first time you and I have had a conversation mm. at bar for the two minutes before mm. we went on air. You're a good black. <laughs> you think I'm a good black? Um, I know you relate with that statement. Yeah. You've heard well, it before. I'm not the first person yeah, to tell so you Let me that. tell you. And what does it mean to you being... Uh, it's it's disgusting. Marriage? It's disgusting on so many levels because it's, you can't be a good black because that means that I'm a black that suits your, your needs and interests at the time. So I can't be a good black. Tell them I'm a good human being or not. You can't call me a good black. So when, when my cousins come and watch me play rugby on a Saturday because they're not... They're not used to the cultures and disciplines of St. David's and the, and, and the private schools, and they're just there on a different type of casual swag, and, and mm. that, that the white kids are not used to. Then he's not a good black because he doesn't blend in. He looks like he's about to, he, he looks like a suspect of something. So I hated that, the, the, you know, the divide. How many times were you called that? A good black. Yeah. Not me, because they knew where I stand. Okay. I, I've never had a problem with, with who I am, and I, I made sure everybody understands who I am. So, so there's no way that you'd call Lux a good black. You can you can get anyone from from St. David's where I come from, or the other circles where some white people know me. You can never ever say I'm a good black, or you're a better black, or you're a clever black. I would call you to order so hard and not aggressively, from an educational point mm-hmm. of view. You'd leave my space educated that there is nothing like a good black. How do you educate those? Because they ask people, mm-hmm. particularly young people who in many respects might follow a path that you and I would have, coming from, in my case, the former cis guy, mm. Bantustan, being schooled in East London, and of course, traversing these very different roles, in my case, being a border. Mm. You, invariably, you get, in my case, being the good black, or you're not like them, whatever you yeah. are not like them might mean. And to the extent that you took the time and effort to school them such that they knew the demarcations around mm. whatever we do, this is a particular line we do not cross with Ndlandla. How did you get, one, to that point, and two, what, to the extent that you felt the need to educate mm. so that they leave your space educated, to use your words, what did you say? Um, you know, to be very, very frank with you, the younger the human being, the less the problems that you encounter with racism and whatever else. I'd, I'd find those comments later in life in terms of high school, maybe grade 11, grade 12, because they are starting to be like their parents. You must, you must never forget that kids don't just become adults. They inherit 80% of what they become as adults from their parents, from home, from school, from institutions. From So you sit down with them and you help them understand that they too are victims of apartheid as much as black people are because they had to be indoctrinated in believing they are better when they are not. 
and I start giving them practical examples. Mm. Buddy, what is it that you know for sure that you are better with compared to me? Here, there's no one. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even saying there's a crowd here. I'm, I'm about to embarrass you. You. One, one. you and I, do you want us to, to, to go run? Do you want us to play soccer? Do you want us to, 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 to go for the white girl? Not even the black girl. So you, I have an advantage. What do you want us to do in terms of competition to prove that there is nothing in this world, that, that, that guarantees that by just nature, you are better than me. So once they understand the practical side of it, then they start snapping out of it. You know, once you help someone understand that they too are the victim and it's okay for them to cry, mm. then they understand you better because you're opening a door that's never been open. There's nothing worse when, when at home they're telling you that, you know, you actually, you're the best DJ in the world until you go play with black coffee and you understand that my mom has been lying to me for the last 15 years. I shouldn't have done this. So it's just practical examples because people are not stupid. At some point, they see it. At some point, they understand that their forefathers built the systems to their advantage. Mm. So when, when honestly, they, they, they assume leadership easier than me, it's not them. It's the system. Yes, yes. And once we break down the system and I help them see what the system is, because we, don't forget, I just said they too are the victims of such systems. Now, once they understand that and I break down the system and they see the system for what it is, of them half actually say sorry. I can show you DMs of, of, of white guys who've called me and said, listen, at the time you were telling me I didn't understand it, but I'm old enough to see it. I'm sorry for one, two, three. I can show you DMs now, not, not tomorrow, now on my phone mm. of guys that I had an opportunity to talk to and help them understand what this life is really about. I appreciate that. And perhaps if we just move the conversation forward a bit, because we do have quite a bit to get through in the 10 minutes that do remain. And just for the record, I have Ntlantla Lux, the gentleman who was leading in the activism against the looting and the burning and the destruction and chaos that we would have seen a couple of weeks back in Soweto, particularly holding fort at Maponya Mall. I mean, replete with the history and representation that that particular construction site here is, I think many people might applaud the work that the many Ntlantla Luxes of Soweto in indeed it did do to mitigate what potential damage there could have been a lot more, not just to the township economy, but to the economy generally speaking at large and the continued expenditure of resources in the cleanup related to that. Specifically talking about that, we're going to delve into the events of the last two weeks there in Atlanta, and then specifically we're going to engage a conversation which of course you will take forward and that is the continued decay of public infrastructure, particularly the electricity related infrastructure of Soweto. Yeah. The fact that you are in front of me is because you feared that you wouldn't be able to get this interview through if you and I were reliant on technology so you came in person. Of course, I'll put it on record that we do appreciate that. Thank you. Two weeks back, we saw something that certainly in this country we hadn't seen before, hmm. not certainly on the grand scale at which we did, but you decided to change the narrative and it picked up swell pretty quickly. Yeah. Look, I'll tell you what, I mustn't, I mustn't be given too much credit for, for what happened, to be thorough honest with you. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I wouldn't have done it alone. The, the men, the youth of Soweto stood up. I just had to make one call and make it a public call to say, guys, the truth of the matter is that law enforcement has failed because all the malls in Soweto have collapsed. Everything else around the malls have collapsed. Naturally, we're not doing anything about it because we understand that the country we live in has law enforcement. That suggests that people mustn't take the law 
<laughs> onto their own hands. And and we relied on the police. We relied on every other law enforcement. And when we realized that Maponya Mall is the last mall standing, that's when I said, guys, let's let's all rise to this occasion. We don't know what we are faced with. We understand that they've got big guns. We understand that they come with serious terror. And what we know for sure is that the police aren't doing anything about it, at least that we can see. So let's put our bodies on the line and defend what's left of the township economy. Because for each mall that goes down, you're talking about a thousand jobs gone. Already we live in a very poor community called Soweto. So we can't allow the biggest mall, which is the last standing mall, to go through the same. So we then, same time, I was so lucky that we do have real men in Soweto. We do have youth in Soweto that came and stood up and told their mothers, their wives and, and siblings that I might not come back because we knew the terror. We lived in it. We saw it. The first day, there was no law enforcement there. The guys that, that were planning to loot, I remember there was a safe that they had just looted from another mall and they were dragging it behind Maponya Mall. There's a graveyard. Mm. They, they were taking it there. What For what reason? I have no clue. And when we realized that there's a group of people that, that have been looting and they're just behind Maponya Mall, we went down to to secure the perimeter. Guns went blazing. I'm not talking small guns. I'm talking real guns. I, I saw for the first time that the youth has power. If the youth didn't stand up, we would have 2,000 or thousands of jobs lost to Maponya Mall. We're told that we saved... We, we saved the township economy billions of rands because when you save the mall, there's a ripple effect. You're saving the, the, the taxi industry. You're saving the guys, that the car guards. You're saving... So, so we're told you save billions. Right through to the top of the distribution chain within 100%, the retail space. 100%. And, and that's the second point that I want to get. And I'm not sort of... I'm going to have to obviously jump one or two stories yeah. that I could engage, but for want of time, I cannot. This does take me to the, another point that I think you raised and many of your contemporaries who were there in the front line, putting the bodies on the line to quote mm. you, had said, one of the tragedies of what we are doing here is none of us have a direct interest yep. materially anyway in Maponyamo. Yep. A lot of us are not employed here. Yep. A lot of us are not maintaining this all of building. Us actually. All of us, all of us yeah. are not maintaining this building through a contract to maintain, yep. through a contract to offer security. We are not providing or suppliers to the small for our goods to actually move through the hands of the economy. And all of those things ultimately made sense to the extent that what the final line was, all those persons who benefit materially, those who hold contracts, lease contracts, security contracts, cleaning contracts, maintenance contracts are companies, one that are not from Soweto and right now are not here to protect their bread. Um, one thing I have to say about that is the primary reason why we established Soweto Parliament is for those reasons. Soweto Parliament is a massive accountability structure. We hold politics accountable. We hold economics accountable meaning the businesses that trade in our space, we hold them accountable for such things. We have social accountability where we hold ourselves accountable. So we have systems in place 
unlike many other communities, we have systems in place, we have a structure in place that's there to ensure that there are processes that will help us get to where we want to get to from, I mean, in, in regards to what you're saying. Mm. At some point, we'll have the conversation because we have to, we also need to change the culture of how we complain, how we achieve some things. We can't always take to the streets and, and just, we can't behave that way. We're a different type of black generation. We, we have to assume different type of leadership. We have to make sure that we, we invest in ourselves and the township in making sure that even in our complaint, even in our darkest moments, we protect the township. So to open that can of worms to say, Chabulani uh, Mall doesn't have this and Maponya Mall doesn't employ this person. We, we have structures in place. We're going to deal with that. And I don't want to be irresponsible because a lot of people don't know what to do with information. They're very irresponsible about it. They will, st will start seeing an up uh, uprising across the country where people are now uh, fighting with, 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 with um, uh, contracted people who are not from the community and start bulldozing them. We are saying that is a conversation that's important. Fantastic. But there's a way of having that conversation. And we're having that conversation as we speak through so we're to Parliament. Johannesburg, 714-2006. Speak to him, speak to me, speak to us, speak to the nation. It's a hashtag Tuesday takeover very shortly. Our guest, Mr. Antlanta Lux, now, and I'm glad he said it, he's the president of the Soweto Parliament, and he's certainly going to engage this in a little later in terms of the structure and what it stands for. But perhaps I should probe one or two questions so that we can actually understand from which angle he's coming from. There are local government officials who would be there in Soweto right now who they would argue, or I could even argue, are there precisely for some of the things, if not all of the things that you have mentioned from an accountability perspective, service delivery. There is a provincial government as there is a national government to facilitate all these public interest things mm. that a parliament in the traditional sense is there to do. Why the need then to agitate through Soweto Parliament? How is it different? And how, to the extent that one might interpret it to be different from a vigilante organization? Yeah, so it can never be a, that type of organization because everything we do is actually in partnership with law enforcement. If, like the Maponyamo, we invited the law enforcement and at some point it showed up. And we worked amazingly. That's why we still have that more because the partnerships do work. The problem is that the public, the general public, especially the youth, have been told and have been lied to and told that they don't have power in, the, in these systems. Now, what we have proved is that that is incorrect. We need to make sure we take the responsibility to advance our communities. We can never allow power to be, to be concentrated at the top and we think we don't have power. The truth is no one is coming to save us in our communities. Mm. If you take a picture of Soweto 1994, take a picture of Soweto today, wh what is the fundamental difference? Wh where are those people that you are talking about? They're nowhere to be found. Mm. Uh, the recent example, where were all those people when Maponya Mall was about to be looted, when the rest of Soweto was going in flames? Where were they as accountability structures? Where? Nowhere to be found. But the people rose to the occasion because the, the, the truth is people have real power and we displayed that people have power especially the youth. If you look at what's happening in our communities, the youth are all waiting for someone to save them because we've been conditioned that way. And that's a lie. No one's coming out to save us. We need to rise to the occasion. We need to take 
the power and exercise it. It's often, we are often told as young people that every time you have characteristic of any type of leadership, they say, hey, this one will make a good comrade. Rubbish. Mm. Why must anyone who has any potential of leadership must be directed into politics? Now, Soweto Parliament is a platform that is non-political, that allows the youth, young people, to exercise leadership in their communities without a trace of politics, focusing purely on the community, the development of the community. At the center of what we do, the heartbeat of Soweto Parliament is to hold politics accountable, economics accountable, and social accountability, meaning holding ourselves accountable. Mm. We're taking calls, Johannesburg 714-2006. I don't have to say much this evening because Ndlandla Lux is saying it all. President then of Soweto Parliament, and he has requested that all at home engage the young people immediately to them and their proximity to engage on this platform. So we do hope to hear young voices participating on this platform, sending messages on our WhatsApp facility 0614104107. And of course, please do participate at Songazomabekwe on Twitter, at Songazomabekwe on Twitter. I do have my phone. It's fully charged. I've got access to it, and I'll be able to show Ndlandalax all of the engagement on the platform. I do have three calls that I absolutely will and have to take. It's been a long time for Colin and Mike, both in Cape Town, and Gole in Bulugwane. I don't recall having spoken to Gole before. Gole? Okay, I have spoken to Gole. Actually, I haven't spoken to Colin, Gole, and Mike in a long time. Cape Town, Bulugwane, Newlands, in that order. Colin, good evening. Thanks for calling. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening to your guest. Um, I take my hat off to your guest. They they try to um, they mobilize to look after the one mall, the last mall that was um, standing. You know something I heard you saying? Yeah, but it's private security, it's private company, it's private this, it's private. You know what I mean? Though it belongs to a private even if it belongs to Oppenheimer or Gates or any. But what struck me was who were the employees of that Soweto? It must have been Sowetoans, mothers, fathers, brothers, and sisters. So therefore, I reckon they should have protected it. And I, I fully agree with your guest that they... they they stood together and they made sure that more was going to be burned down. Because it was hundreds, maybe thousands, or uh, the taxis were involved. They commute people there. So it's a chain. It's money. Mm. So therefore, I actually, I was quite surprised when I heard you, Segezo, saying yes, but uh, it's private security, it's private this. And... But the fact remains, mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters, living in Soweto, were employed. So I don't know what you think about Segeza. Uh, I will respond after Mike because I just have to one. I, I want to take the three calls, but thanks for the point. I will respond to it. Um, hopefully, you'll better understand me from what I had said initially to what I understand you to be saying, which is not quite in line with what I was saying. Thanks for the call, though, Colin. Colin Bologwani, good evening. Good evening, Songeza. Indeed, sir. It's a long time we've not been talking. Too long. I want to take my head off for Ntlantla. You know, there is no vacuum in the world. He stood up when leadership was snapping. I take my head off for him. You know, each time I see news, I see this camouflage and his mask. I say thank you. Fantastic. I 
I grew up in Alexander. So way to Deep Kloof, Pimville, when I would go to Chawale to greet my mom, my, my, my mother's sister, I used to pass the Pimville when there was nothing. Came the mall. So it was a city. That last went men standing. Maponya's efforts. You know, sometimes I always tell people that we should not wait for social science because politics seems to be given social, uh, social science to be leaders. China is leading because they are leaders led by engineers who are looking forward to development. And, and, and Atlanta stood up when nobody else was there. I say thank you. Cometh a man, cometh an hour. Thank you so much, Gole. In uh, Polugwane, Mikey Newlands, it's been a long time. <laughs> so, yes, it does indeed, but always a regular listener. Listen to your guest. Uh, I, I love what he's done, and I, I say, take my hat off him. But I also say to him, you know what? I think you're missing the point. I think he's taking the easy way out. Unfortunately for him, it is about politics, whether he likes it or not. It is about who we vote into this country and, and who gets to represent us as ward councillors or MECs or MPs. If we don't take responsibility for our voting actions, unfortunately, he's going to be a very busy man because there is no way we're going to solve our problem by having organizations that pretend that they cannot be political. If we had not voted out the ANC in the Western Cape, we took a political decision to eradicate the ANC, which became, when, when it took over our province, it became immensely corrupt. And in no time at all, within a year or two, our, our province is on the verge of financial corruption. We threw out the ANC. We now have the province that is not corrupt. It's a well-run, best-run province in the country. And that is the bottom line to your guest. I say, look, well done. You did the right thing. But you have to face up to the fact that it is about politics and it's about the decision about who you vote for. That's how democracy works. You can't work uh, pretend that you're not going to change things by being an independent of politics. It's about politics and power. And you have got to have the courage to say, you know what? The government that we voted in, Soweto, the MECs we've got here, are useless, they're corrupt, they're cowards, whatever you want to think about them, we need to find somebody else. doesn't matter who it is, doesn't have to be the DA, but it has to have somebody who has the power or the ability to take the power from the people through the vote. Thanks very much, Sogezo. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Gole. Thanks, Colin. Um, in fact, let me just give an opportunity to, uh, to respond to all of those callers, and to the extent that Colin might need me to respond, I shall, yeah. but Ntlantla? Um Your last caller, he says um, we need to just admit that the, the the ruling or the governing party or the or government in our space is useless. My only response is simple. Everyone will be corrupt in any given space if there's no accountability. I do not care, quite frankly, if it's ANC, if it's EFF, if it's DA, if it's the whatever party, if it's the new Herman Mashaba party, whoever comes into Soweto will have the people ready, structured, organized, holding them accountable for every single move they make. So we are not about to say we're going to sit back and take the back seat and hope that whoever else we vote for will do the right thing. Whether or not they come with credentials, whether or not they come with, with money, whether or not they come with passion, that doesn't matter. What matters is that the, the community, young people, will be ready to receive whoever comes into our space. But they must understand that when they come into our space, they're coming to a space where young people will be looking at them and saying that accounting time. Since 1994, people have never accounted. That's why they had an opportunity to loot the system Fantastic. and be corrupt in the system. So with what we are saying is we want to challenge 
We want to challenge the listener and every other listener to say, put your focus on Soweto. We're about to go to the elections. I'm not even advocating for any political party. Whoever it is, come. Come and see what happens once they take, take office. They'll never ever move like they used to. No more champagne splashing. No more buying fancy cars without us knowing how their basic salaries buy these cars. We are saying in Soweto we are organized. We are now having an accountability structure. We're going to hold politics accountable. Even the businesses that are trading in our space, we're going to hold business accountable. Do you wish to contribute to the conversation? You have two minutes to do so. Johannesburg, 714-2006. This very militant voice you hear this evening is that of Mr. Ntlantla Lux, president of the Soweto Parliament. He's most recent accolade or rise to prominence, if I can use any of those adjectives, is that in the last two weeks we saw him defending Maponyamol in Soweto simply because he couldn't stand by, I'm paraphrasing his words, to see things go up in smoke. He did say earlier on that Soweto does have men, and he is one of those persons. There have been a couple of messages that have come through for him. I'm just going to read one or two, and then you're going to respond finally. We're going to okay. take an ad break, and we're actually going to give him an opportunity because it is Tuesday in the literal sense, to take over. Songeza, big ups to this young man. Thank you, short and sweet. Aubrey from Port Elizabeth. Klabecha, I understand it to be. This oak speaking now is the bomb. I love what he says. He makes me believe in the youth again. Excellent conversation. Thank you so much, Aubrey. SAFM, Mr. Songeso, most of us South Africans, we are not patriotic. That is the problem. Mr. Malim in Weinberg, Cape Town. Chapter 2, good evening to you and your guest. Big up to your guest for defending what's right. Courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that someone else is more important than fear and that someone else was protecting the assets of his community and the livelihoods of innocent people. Your guest is a hero and deserves such an accolade. Final one, Tabi Songalo in Mangawung, Bloemfontein. Good evening, Brasongezo, to you and your guest. Send generation civil militia and community leader who led from the front when it was not fashionable to do so amidst the violent protests and looting spree in the past few weeks. Keep up the great work, my brother, and I wish many young people draw a strength from you and get inspired. You have one minute and 40 seconds to respond. Go for it, Ntlant. I appreciate all the, the, the comments from the listeners, both the positive and negative. Um, what's important is for people to understand that we are not here for votes. We are not here for to be liked. We are here with one primary objective, and that objective is to hold everything accountable in our community, in this regard being Soweto. And we're encouraging young people across, black and white. This is not a black solution, by the way, because that's how politics reasons. We are saying every community, young people in every community, black, white, pink, blue communities, it doesn't matter the color. You make sure you get organized and you make sure you form structures. You make sure that you hold everything and anything accountable in your space. Make sure that everyone who wants, anyone who wishes to be a politician, make them think twice because right now they're getting to those spaces saying that it's an opportunity to make a quick buck. Make sure that we bring back the passion. Make sure that even in the very politics, we make sure young people come into that space. We are tired of having councillors that are 80 years old running the show in our spaces and our awards. Make sure young people come into those spaces. Even in business, make sure that young people come into those spaces. If, if, if the space can have a, a breath of fresh air, mm. a new generation of young people, mm. young leaders, everyone that's old, step aside. Young people, come in. Ah. So as I said it, Lux is now saying it. Young people, take up space. 
2041. The takeover follows after this. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. The time now is 2045 and South Africa must know that Ntlantla Lux just took over the studio. We just took over the studio. We made sure that everybody leaves because when you say that the youth must be intentional, must be deliberate and must not be apologetic in assuming these positions of power, this is what we are talking about. Every caller that calls in, please understand that Songhez is not here. You're going to be talking to Ntlantla Lux. Right here with me, I have someone very special, dear to my heart, that I'm going to... I'm actually not going to introduce you. What I'm going to do instead, I'm going to allow you to introduce yourself to South Africa. But a small brief is that I'm, I made sure that I bring someone who I fought with, who fought alongside me, who probably protected me, who probably is the reason why I'm still alive today. Commander Slip. Thank you, Commander. South Africa's listening. Yes. I'd just like to say hi to everyone. My name is Mafatling Selepe, uh, born in Soweto. Uh, went out of Soweto when at the age of 14 to start the experience in life and do things. 14 years when I started to learn how's life, you know, to swim with the big fish. Now, I want you to tell me something. A lot of people are, I want you to take them through the journey of the next person because more than often I had an opportunity to, to, to get the mic and the camera and explain and talk. Now I want them to hear through you. When I made that call to say, so wait, we have the last mall. The elephant is here and it's a target. They want to take down the elephant. I want the guys, the men, the young people in Soweto to come and join hands with me and make sure that we protect the elephant. You are the, one of the very first people to show up. And all you said was, where's the instruction? Give me the command. We are here. Uh, Lux, I will, I will tell you this. I'm an SDU member. Yeah. <clears throat> when I got that video... I nearly cried. Mm. I said, no, 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 no. When everyone rejected to save Soweto, you are the only person. I said, no ways. I'm going to. If I have to die with that guy, let it be. Mm. Simple. And for me, it was an honor. To be honest with you, it was an honor. I was ready to fight with grannies. I was ready to fight with women. I was ready to... And I... I, I knew deep down in my heart Soweto has real real men. But for a long time we haven't seen those men because I think we had too much of a dependency syndrome. We depended too much on the next person to come and save us. And every you know, every dark darkness comes with, with positivity. And the positivity I'm getting from this looting phase is that we regained the strength. The world saw the strength of the youth of 1976 emerging to save Soweto and ultimately the country because your actions, our actions, encouraged the whole of Joburg, the whole of Gauteng and ultimately the whole country to make sure that they're standing and defending what's left of their township economies and other economies in their space. What do you have to say about that? Lex, I will say one thing. <coughs> Sorry about that. Uh, we've been killed by this politics. Politics. We are, we are, we are 
They remote control us. You see? So if only guys can take that mindset and start saying, no, now we're putting everything down. We do things at our own way. Because we have seen that politics are corruption and all wrong things inside. That will be the solution. Yeah. So we, we have we definitely have callers um, that are on hold. Um, we have a a very special special guest that I want to talk to, and I want you to be part of that conversation. But um, before we go to that caller, you have literally one minute thirty seconds to tell me why is it important for youth to stand up, black or white, in their communities. One thirty. Uh, I think it's, it's simple. Let's let old people go and enjoy their pension fund or their retirement and sasa. It's simple. Let's stop old people busy pushing young people in their space. It's simple. You don't need to go to school for that. It's a simple thing. Old people, if you don't know where to go, there's old age. Just go to home and just stay there. Enjoy your money. Stop pushing young people. Let them start now and act and be responsible of doing things. Does it? It doesn't need a magic or a muti. No. So, so these these old people in positions of power that are hogging positions of power, not making space for young people. The councillors, for example, where you live, where we live in Soweto, we've got councillors <sighs> that are not even on Facebook. But the, the most of, of the people in our communities are on Facebook. People complain on Facebook. People share their, their views on Facebook. What do you have to say with that disconnect of old people hogging positions of power, not allowing young people to come in? I mean, Lux, we, we do take our children to school, to varsity, you know, to get them educated. For what? For what? Mm. Sitting at home with a diploma, with the honors, with a degree, for what? Mm. When there's an old person who didn't have a metric, mm. who didn't have a metric fighting for the position, why? Yeah, um, we do have a voice note line. It's zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Please keep the voice notes under one minute. Um, we literally have to close this and make sure that we go to the ad ad break just to pay the bills when you come back bomb after bomb after bomb SAFM prime time all day long welcome back again my name is Ntlanta Lux uh, from Soweto I am the president of Soweto Parliament and uh, in studio I have a special guest that was in the battlefield with me fighting defending Maponya Mall and the township economy let us slip. Okay. We are back. Yes, sir. I want you to now tell me and articulate not only to me, but to the rest of South Africa, the importance of communities activating their young people to put them in leadership positions and in positions where they can actually defend the, the economies, their women and children. Speak to the guys. My gents who blow street corner and just idle the whole day. What message do you have for those guys? Uh, guys, it's simple again. I will say that it's simple each and every time. Because of my reason saying that it's simple. 
uh, we know that we've got an economy problem that we need to fix. So we too can have millionaires in a matter of a year. If only guys can come together, all the young people with their education, with the skills that they have, we can fix it. Just forget about these old people and try to come together. Have platform. There is a platform already that is there. So where to parliament is there. Thank you. On the line, we have a special guest from Alexandra that I personally made sure that we speak to because we've got a big announcement for South Africa and the rest of the world that's happening in Alexandra. We've got Adolf Marema. Adolf? And how are you? I'm fine, man, and the um, Adolf, I'm going to give you literally the, the rest of this um, 30 minutes to tell me, Ori, who you are, where you are from, what you guys are doing, and what's the plan. No, thank you very much, Ntanta. Uh, my name is Adolf uh, Marema, like uh, you have called me there. I grew up in Alexander, actually born here, and uh, raised in Alex. Very inspired by what you guys have been doing there in, in Soweto, and we are one of those that also get out of our comfort zone, our shack, to go and defend the last that was left um, in the destructions of the looting that has happened in Alex. Amazing. And and to that effect, you know, like they always say, that in all this confusion, there's always an opportunity to rebuild, to reunite, to come together and start afresh. But I would like to say to you that every generation has a mission to fulfill. Mm. It either they betray it or they fulfill it. Yes. It's up to them. And we as Alexandra... Um, we are also joining hands with yourselves. We we actually are very inspired about what you guys have started in Soweto. And yes. we are saying this is not only going to be in Soweto. We are going to have Alexandra Parliament. We are also going to join hands and make sure that our young people realize the importance of, of patriotism, of defending their space, saving and protecting, and making sure that they also participate in the economic activities that are happening in their in their surrounds, mm. in their surroundings, because that is very important. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and, and we're going to make sure that the young people don't just waste too much time drinking and talking about cars and without necessarily being productive. That, that's that the best. Who we are that's us. the best thing I've heard today. But I want South Africa to know that um, we've been having meetings. So we're trying Alexandra been coming together. The guys in Alexandra said, "Listen, you guys have the formula. You have the blueprint. We want to launch Alexandra Parliament." Talk to the listeners. You have literally under thirty seconds to do that. Very soon we will be announcing in Tanzania the launch of Alexandra Parliament, wherein we are calling upon every young people around Alexandra and inside Alexandra to say. This is the time where we can change. This is the time where we can take Alex to the next map, to a different map. The elders have tried before. They've brought us Alexander Renewal Project. They've brought us a whole lot of other things in an attempt to try and make sure that Alexander gets to change. But for what? Normally, it's not, normal. it's not working. It, it has been long that Alex has been the way it is. And perhaps this is the time for young people to stand up and have this parliament that will speak precisely on changing Alex's face and make Alex a better place. 
That's that's fantastic. So everyone in Alexandra, you could read and that this letter. Any yes, word for yes. for the guys in Alex? Big up, brothers. Just Thank let's you. do this. Thank let's you. do this. Yeah. The time is now. The youth everywhere in the country. Be it you are in podcast, you are in Kuguletu, you are in Soshanguve, you stand up, you create your own infrastructure, you create your own mobilization, you make sure that you come together, you hold these people in our space accountable. Whether they're political people, it's political accountability, economic accountability, and don't forget, most importantly, to always hold ourselves accountable because the standards and the values we live by are the same standards that the people who are visiting passerbys whether they are here for leisure or business will uphold in our communities if we are let loose they're let loose we are about to go straight into into the news um i'm just going to count down that this lepe 30 30 more seconds before i let you go last closing point to 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 the youth listening guys i think we have heard it there's nothing more to talk about. We have heard it. Let's go for this. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I do have... Um, I'm going to... The time now is 21. Oh, time flies at the slip. So I think let's yes. go straight to the news. Yes. We've got Mudupi Mahalimelo who's going to give us all the headlines for, for today. The Viewpoint. Weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. If you just joined us, my name is Ntlantla Lux. I am from Soweto, President of Soweto Parliament. Uh, the easiest way to get in contact with me is on Instagram, Ntlantla underscore Lux. On Twitter, Ntlantla underscore Lux underscore. I'm encouraging everyone to give us a call. Let's communicate. Uh, call in on 011-714-2006. Uh, the voice notes, keep them coming. Ensure that they are well under one minute. The number is 061-4104-107. And the social media handles here at home are SAFM Radio. And for the person that's supposed to be here that we literally did a takeover <laughs> of is Songezo Mabeke. Um, his, his social media is at Songezo Mabeke. Um, then I'm, I think... That this level, let's take a call. Let's hear what South Africa has to say. Let's engage people. Let's hear. We've got on the line Morero from Midrand. That the Morero Dumel. I'm okay on yourself. I'm very much inspired. And then here's what I want to tell you. And then you take it and you go forward with it. Yes. Danda, every generation creates its own leaders. Yes. And remember, no one gives birth to a leader. Leaders are not born, leaders are produced by circumstances. Yes. People are going to jump up and down and want to blame you for this and that and everything else. Mm. It is not up to them to tell you what you could or you could not have done. You stood up, you show them that you take responsibility and you do exactly that. Mm. That's just how when a dog chases a target, it goes there and nothing will stop it on, on, on its way. Thank you then, Tatemrerwa from... A, a, lot, a lot of people don't see what you've done mm. and then... You, you, you know the backlash that came afterwards. If you look at my, 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 my media timeline, you'll see I even taken the things that they were trying to take you on. Yes. Yeah, you defending a white monopoly capitalist, you defending that. Forget about what he's defending. 
what are you doing about it? What mm. are you doing yourself mm. in support of this person? Mm. Because they're worried about what you have done. Mm. Now, what have they done? They're standing on the queues now, waiting for food from mm. one shop that was left standing. Mm. Good point. Very good point. Uh, thank you then, Tate Morero from Mitrent. Uh, second caller, let's take Lorraine from KZN. Hi, Lorraine. Hello, how are you? Good, yourself? Uh, happy to speak to you and your listeners and whoever's listening. Yes. Uh, I have this much to say about the youth of today. Uh, too much of what they expect is based on entitlement. Yes. And nobody is liable for any entitlement. Mm. No self-respecting person. We all have to work for what we would like or what we would like to have. Mm. And the youth, I have to be honest with you, I'm being frank and forthright, are no less guilty than the looters because in the recent years they have burnt everything that works for their advantage mostly Mm. and also serves the community. Now, it's a bit disconcerting when I hear that each and every one or almost every youth you interview with regards to which way the country should be going forward Mm -hmm. insists that those who work in government and hold those high positions should exit uh, so they can have those jobs. How many of those jobs are there and how many of you youth will be vying for those positions? Mm. The consequence of that is that they'll be fighting amongst themselves eventually over those very same positions. Mm. I think the youth is much more capable of that. They can rise to the occasion. And instead of expecting things, you need to serve in your communities, prove your metal or whatever way that you can work with people, you have leadership skills. And I think... One of our biggest problems in South Africa is we hesitate to speak as individuals. We have this thing called collective thinking, which works to a point. But there comes a time when you need to stand up and man up for what you believe, despite what other people believe, uh, despite the fact that it might be contrary to other people's expectations of what you should be saying about how you feel. Amazing. That's what I call free speech. Thank you. Appreciate it. And, you know, just to add on to that point from Lorraine and KZN is that we should all stop trying to save the world. We should all just go back to the communities we come from and save those communities. Because when those communities come together, everything falls into place. The world will be a better place again. That the slip. Yes. I'm yes, going sir. to take uh, three more voice notes. Three voice notes. And um, I think the first voice note will play the first voice note. Good evening, Glanza, and uh, your panel. And uh, of course, good evening, Songhezo. What a show. Oh, bravo, bravo, Glanza. It is quite inspiring for the youth to start something different other than politics and to see uh, people account for what they stand for whether they're in politics, in business, uh, this is really quite inspiring. Bravo. I say hail to you guys. Thank you. I'm calling from Butterworth. It's amazing how um, sewage councillors, they all are, most of them, they are based in Rodiport. So my question is, how in the world are you going to know what's happening in your house when you're not 
staying or living in it. That's something that we need to look at. Anonymous. Inflanda Lux, good evening. Thanks so much for a great show and thank you, Commander. I just want to say the narrative that you brought is so different. You've got such a wise head and such a focused view. Julius Malema wants to make every other person in the country pick up arms and want to fight and you're the one person who will make them put, it, put them down and make it work. Appreciate what you're doing. You guys are great. If you put your name on that ballot paper, I'll vote for you. Thanks so much. Great show. Awesome. Brad Marisberg. Um, thanks to all the, the voice notes that came in. Uh, I think uh, the time now, we still have a little bit of time to, to discuss. We still have a tiny bit of time to discuss. And I think I'm going to take this opportunity to tell everybody that our names will not be on that ballot box because ours is to make sure that we hold everything else around us accountable. And the reason why I am not going to be personally that this lab, I'm going to speak for myself. Yes. Personally, I will not be on any ballot sheet because I will never, ever get into politics. I have no ambition of getting into politics because when young people get into politics, they lose their independent thinking. They have to now reason as per the organization's reasoning. And if the organization says that we are going to do wrong things, then I don't have a choice but to be diplomatic and reason mm. around doing wrong things. Mm. So I am not falling for that trap. Mine is to hold everyone and everything accountable in my space. And encourage the youth to do the same in their spaces. Black or white communities, doesn't matter. Pakist, stand up. The youth must stand up and, and make sure that you have your own Pakist parliament and hold politics accountable in your space, economics accountable in your space. Kukuletu, stand up. Pretoria, Soshanguve, stand up. Kwakwa, stand up. Tanzani, stand up. Stand up. Free State, stand up. Blom, stand up. Pretoria. So, I think we've made it clear. It's clear. I mean, honestly, it's clear, my brother. People should know. The time of politics is over. Young people are taking over. Old people, we are taking you back to where you belong. That's 100%. Yes. There, there's no, we have to be deliberate, intentional about it. We can't argue. We can't negotiate about it. Home is where you belong. And enjoy your sasa grants. So I know it sounds like a joke, but it's not. That's the truth. If you can't be in parliament at the age of 70, whatever, 60, whatever, and, and sleeping half it, the time. It shows that it's Sasa place there. It's, it's home. It's no longer parliament. <laughs> Things have changed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I see you on the system. We have one more voice note. I think it's important. Yeah. Um, let's give someone else uh, an opportunity to go. Let's hear it. Good evening, Puti and Yokeste. Look, to as I'm listening to Puti Shansha speaking, I realize that indeed we have leaders. Sadly, a lot of our young people that are sitting idling, they are waiting for a messiah to come from somewhere in the form of a politician. Somewhere sold a pie in the sky in the form of our president's wet dream called a new dawn. And patiently they are waiting. I really take my hat off for the youth of um, Soweto that stood up and fought a good fight. This shows that indeed leaders are not only the ones that are shouting unnecessary point of orders, irritating us in parliament. We've got leaders on the ground, and I respect you, Budin uh, Indeed, you are a good leader. It's Honorable Munarang and Kailich. 
Thank you so much, Honorable Monareng and Kailicha, as I wish to extend my gratitude to everybody who has participated in this program, not least, of course, the two gentlemen right in front of me here. They were starting to get a little too comfortable on the chair. I told them 10 past, they must be out of here. It's four minutes into the new slot, and they are still here, and they don't look like they're about to move. And I'm not the biggest guy in the world, but I think I want to ex- exercise a bit of a executive authority here. Yeah? But before we do that, I think it's only fair and proper to say thank you so much. First of all, to you and Dr. Saleba, thank you so much for the indulgence you, and just everything that you said this evening. And I think the way that the listeners have received it is testament to not just your courage, but the appreciation or the kind of attitudes that this country does want and frankly is yearning for. And the fact that you would have come here and said what you said and the positivity by which it has been received in the homes of South Africans is certainly something that we don't take for granted. And I can say as much to you and Landla and so much more and um, that you've appealed to a variety of demographics, young, old, female, males, and across the races as well. Not that that's too important, but in the context of South Africa, you can't quite ignore that. And I suppose before you leave, let us know what other initiatives that the Parliament of Soweto will be engaging in and will be quite happy to engage you on that. And of course, we understand that Mm -hmm. there's the Alex Parliament as well that is inspired by your like. So final question, I suppose, is how have you found this experience? I think that everyone must understand we enjoy your voice and everyone's voices that we hear on radio. It's not the easiest job in the world because there's too many technical things that are happening. You have to press this. So it goes against just, you know, nature because the mind, especially when you're a male, you, you can't multitask, can you now? So here you are forced to multitask. You, you've seen this screen, this, this message here, the, the director's message, the producer's message, and the lights go on and there's a red light and there's a blue light. You forgot what that means. But look, in a nutshell, we enjoyed ourselves. Mm-hmm. Great experience. Um, you know, it gives us a newfound respect for everyone that works on radio. Congratulations and well done, guys. Um, we don't take what you do for granted because the people at home would never get such important, uh, receive such important information if it wasn't for such platforms. Um, again, let me take the opportunity to say thank you to Sylvester, the, the tech producer, to Lesejo, the producer, um, to Murupe, the, the news team. Um, and last but not least, yourself. And I'll to, you for that. To all, to all South <laughs> Africans <laughs> listening, um, you know, it's, it's okay for people to, to have different opinions about what we do, what we stand for. We live in a democratic society. It's, you know, when we lead, we lead everyone. We lead those who like us. We lead those who don't like us. We lead those who think we are idiots. We think we lead those who are educated, not educated. So it doesn't matter. If we can come from a, a blue political party, a green political party, a red political party, if you are in our space. Do you have names d- behind those colors? Yeah, well, red, blue, it doesn't matter. Green. <laughs> but what I'm what I'm saying is, it doesn't matter who you are. If you are yeah. in our space, just yeah. know that you are led, and that's it. Full stop. Fantastic. Let's leave it there. Twenty one nineteen. It's time for an ad break before we get into the final segment.